0: was that yesterday
1: (laughs) are we are we talking about the the game or something else that happened yesterday are we allowed to mention that Uh, yeah are we so i think we're not not, not allowed not
0: allowed allowed to mention that yet
1: we're not allowed to (laughs) Uh, keep that to ourselves we'll keep that to ourselves uh, but but, um, there
0: there is is an announcement of a new signing yeah and so everyone needs to know about that but i'm
2: I think i you've set created. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be Stephen Cotton. Who, who's that? Is that Alex? And yeah, that's uh that's me, that's Alex. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the Alex, Alex, Alex born Spanish, born Spanish Spanish Spanish
0: Alex. Oi, um put to the top in to Google our name comes at first. Did you know that?
1: I did, yeah. I did, did you? Know, yeah. yeah, I did I'd do it every day. Just just I to keep it, the it, algorithms up.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't
2: know. And uh did you also know that we're uh we're on the was it soccer manager? 2021.
0: Oh, it's like a manager 2021.
2: you got to download that. That's it. It's yeah. It?
0: It's available now
2: on the app store and Google play. And go on, also okay. go to our YouTube channel as well. You know, subscribe oh, yeah. to the yeah, top Yeah. yeah. yeah you can do like that. our videos.
0: Yeah.
2: See all the different stuff we're doing and watch yeah. Cotton lose his head and melt down whilst he's playing I, FIFA 21. I was
1: just about to say, see me blow an absolute gasket with these tackles on FIFA 21. If, you, if, <laughs> if, if watching a grown adult man cry like a baby over a computer game is your thing, definitely head <laughs> over to the channel.
0: It will make the, the softest of ears very wet. Um, <laughs> should we talk about England, boys?
1: Let's. I think there's lots think to discuss. I think there is.
0: Is Gareth Southgate a fraud?
1: Um, was he ever not? Was he ever not a fraud? Like, to, uh, do you know what? To to be to be a fraud, you have to have at least been hyped up or shown a reason that people would doubt you, sort of thing. I don't think he's ever been good enough for England. Uh, the World Cup was an absolute anomaly. Easy group, even the even the games that should have been easy, we we scraped through Colombia, and then we had Sweden uh the at the world cup we played two decent teams and lost three times southgate has never been the man for me
0: i don't understand how he got the job
1: i, I can't understand know. how he got the job it's it's the it's the fa romanticism it's they, they there was no more english managers around at the time because obviously big sam had, had just done his one game stint and his pint of wine so it was it was that was it
2: well, let's go back to that moment because Southgate, was was he, he was in charge of one of the England youth sides, wasn't he? Yeah, it's only in the under-21s, wasn't he? Yeah. So then he's then got promoted to the England squad at that point and then obviously Eddie Boothroyd has come in and taken his job at the under-21 level. But let's go back to the credentials of Gareth Southgate when he took over the England job to begin with. Did he have any? I, I can't remember him actually actually having any credentials or any kind of experience to do that.
1: No, and do you know what? I I would just like instantly like to stress that this this isn't a witch hunt from the three of us because we've lost a Nations League game one nil to Denmark. This isn't this no. isn't this isn't um, because of that. I think now is a good time to talk about it, but that we're not reactionary because of last night's result. I I think honestly, you look back at the last, uh, you could literally say the last ten games. Um, that probably does stretch back to the world cup, actually. But the last 10 games, they've just uh, uh, there's not been one performance where I've gone, Wow! I mean, we beat Wales in that friendly three, three nil the other, the other week. It was last Thursday, wasn't it? And mm, yeah, even even we won a game three 0 And I was I was sat there watching it, thinking, This is a slog, this is a real tough watch. That, that was like when there was lockdown and there was no football, Gav. You know what I'm talking about. This is like watching that Belarusian football. Like, nah, I love only...
0: Belarusian football. I made well, loads of money off
1: that. But when it was the only <laughs> game on, and it was like you're watching it for the sake of it, that's what it felt like. It wasn't. It didn't feel like I was watching it because I wanted to watch England.
2: But do you know what? The, the funny thing is, out of the three performances, that was the best one because it it was at least they had a few more. Uh, they had a little bit more balance to the side. But uh, it, it was. You're right. It's a it's a slog, and I think any long time listener of the show will know that yourself. Uh, cotton gav and myself have all been kind of questioning southgate whenever we've spoken mm. about england haven't we so it's not like i say going back to your reactionary thing this is very much not this is this is something we've been thinking about for quite some time because oh. the oh, talent oh. that england have going forwards is being wasted isn't it? in my um, view i
0: need i need to say something okay about gav southgate and um, once again it's not a witch hunt Middlesbrough made it to the UEFA Cup final in 2006, and didn't they? They lost 4-1, I think, against Sevilla. Yeah. And after surprise, that...
1: surprise, Sevilla winning a, a Europa League slash UEFA Cup final. Do you know what? That's almost, <laughs> <imagine my surprise.
0: laughs> That's almost as obvious as putting a to top into Google and our name coming up first. But um, so off the back of that, Steve McLaren ended up getting the England job, right? And who took over at Middlesbrough? It was Gareth Southgate. So he was at at Middlesbrough from the 7th of June 2006 until the 21st of October 2009. They played 151 games and a win rate of 29.8%. How the hell did Gareth Southgate then land a job with the England under-21s? Because that record doesn't tell me that you are good enough to to manage at international level. And yes, the under-21s are slightly different, but once again, a bit like with normal England qualifiers, they play against Lithuania and San Marino under-21s and all that sort of stuff. You're expected to win every game because his win record for the under-21s was 81%, well, 82%. So off the back of it, I sort of understand why they wanted to feed him up, but it's not a walkthrough path. It's not like you're a footballer playing really well for the youth team, for the under 18s, then you get promoted to the under 21s, then to the first team. Management works out differently like that. So I don't understand how he got the job in the first place.
2: Do you think maybe it's a, it's more symptomatic of football it is nowadays. So when we, when all three of us were growing up back in sort of like the nineties and sort of the early two thousands, international football was still seen then as the pinnacle. Now, I don't think it is seen as a pinnacle anymore and it's more your top European clubs, are the yeah. pinnacle of of football. So mm. I don't think managers view that international management where you used to probably be used to be the pinnacle of most of their careers. They're probably now thinking, do you know what? No, I want to just manage a top European club and the international football is just kind of left to those kind of by the wayside. Do you not think it's something more symptomatic of that? 100%, think, I,
1: th- I think I genuinely think <clears throat> you're right. I think, well, you only have to look, they only, they made the Nations League to make, try and make international football a bit more legitimate in air quotes, because other than the World Cup and the Euros, which is what every two years, every four years, but every two year gap. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> other, other Other than that, what re- what really is there? Nobody takes the international breaks for friendly seriously. I mean, does no. anyone even really take this Nations League seriously? I'm I I don't. It's, it's well, not... I think it's an English
0: it's an English mentality. It's a little bit like the Europa League, you know. English clubs, well, not many clubs, they do have a bit of a say in it, but it's more of the fan base. You know, we don't care. Mm. We like we we honestly couldn't give a shit last year, a um, year or so ago, whenever it was, when we got to the semi final, but when we got to the semi-final, it's like, ooh, ooh, we care now. You know, we might win a trophy. But it doesn't really have that much importance. But we have to have international football if we want to have Euros, World Cups, African Cup of Nations, Copa Americas. There needs to be a way of sort of making it lucrative and enjoyable. Like the the Nations League, I thought they were going to use that instead of using qualifiers. And that's the sort of way it was sold to fans. And then yeah, next thing you know, as well. yeah, next, yeah. Next, Gavin. Thing, next thing
1: you know, it weren't there. Gavin, can you can you still explain to me the rules of how winning the Nations League works and what playoffs mean? What and who oh gets what? Shows, this is one of the first shows. one of the first shows we <laughs> is, ever did. Is, was that right? <laughs> and can you? I watched it, it, it
0: back and I was like, I don't actually. I it's don't been about eighteen
1: saying. months. Could you actually tell me now what who gets what and who? Because I honestly thought the winner goes straight through, but it's not. It's not even that simple. No, they go to a playoffs. Just quickly like you were saying about um when we got to the semis in the Nations League last year and there was a good feel factor. I'm telling you now, the only reason Southgate is still in this job is that summer of eighteen. And it wasn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily the football we played, it was the fact that it brought the whole country together, the the, yeah. the weather was ridiculous. Everybody was yeah. in beer gardens every day. Yeah. That just the feel good factor for the country was unreal. Like even my mum, even my mum texts me saying, "Son, is coming home." Like the whole the whole <laughs> nation that just didn't care about football <laughs> were just suddenly just suddenly all calm.
2: about it, and it was and lovely. But. Mrs. Cotton doesn't even care about football either, does she? No, she doesn't. Um, No,
0: it was an incredible feeling, though, weren't it? it? We were all meeting up. We were going, we went to this in Northampton. We're all from Northampton. And and we went, we went to the spinny hill. The garden probably holds normally about 100 people max. There must have been about 2,000 people in there. Beer flying everywhere. We're celebrating goals
1: from. I mean, I, I. (laughs) <laughs> I, easy, I yeah against Panama against yes, Pina Colada. Um, <laughs> I, I mean that, <laughs> world, that World Cup. I easily. I must have spent a grand that month because. Oh I was the also, first
0: three weeks. I was signed off work. I had a car. Yeah, crash.
1: and and we we were refurbing um, <laughs> the pubs, so, so I had the whole World Cup off, and um, what we watched every game. So sometimes three games a day, five or a pint. Easily, it, it was it was silly, but yeah, that 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 is probably why I think Southgate is still in it now. Yeah. What, one of the one of the things I wanted to bring up, and obviously I brought it up with you guys this morning, and it's why it's kind of why we're doing this. Um, I don't know if whether this leads back to Southgate, but I think, and I think you guys might agree, I think you do agree that at the moment in the England setup and the England squad, there is some attitude, behavioural, and cultural problems within this setup and this group of players. Do you and think
0: this is why he set up that leadership group? Because uh, it's got Maguire in it, which I don't think he should be. Kind of, kind of, Cody's now in this leadership group. What, what is that about?
2: Can I just interrupt you? Uh, sorry, sorry for a second there. So this leadership group sounds very, and I, I, I try not to make this about Arsenal at all. But you, Gav, you remember this when you, you remember when Unai Emery selected those five captains, right? Yeah. Well, what's the saying? The saying goes back to NFL, right? When you've got more than one quarterback, you don't have a quarterback. So using that logic, when you've got more than one captain. You don't have any captains. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, It's great. It's great having leaders all over the pitch. That's fine. But you still need that strong figurehead, someone to follow to rally behind. And this whole Cotton's point about the poor um, attitude, it seems to be a lackadaisical uh, mentality. It all goes back to the fact that there's not strong leadership. And that comes from the top.
1: Mm. uh, uh, Another thing as well, with and this is no disrespect to players that are, are, are seen in this role at their club, or they have the qualities at their club. But someone like Connor Cody, right? He may have played 500 games for Wolves. He might be the the, the locker room leader, right? But he's he's been in the England setup for 10 minutes. Why? Why is mm. you, you should earn that? The player, the players yeah. in that dressing room that should be commanding or should be in this leadership group. I'm I'm looking at players like Jordan Henderson. I'm looking at I'm looking at Kane. I'm looking at players that have been there. For a long stretch of time, that should be dragging these players along. Yeah, they are like like staples
0: of the England yeah, squad. Yeah,
1: they? fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Cody might have these leadership qual- uh, qualities, and he and he might be seen like that at Wolves. But does he play for He does play for Wolves, doesn't he? I'm not making that up. Yeah, <laughs> No, no, no he, 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 he does. He does absolute, yeah. absolute, brain fire, and I was like, please don't keep saying he plays for Wolves if he doesn't. Um, <laughs> but even even if he has those qualities for Wolves, it doesn't mean that he can just walk into. And it's the same thing. Was when Maguire joined United, I don't know why he was instantly made captain. I don't. Fair enough, he's got leadership skills, but there, there must have been players, senior players at that club that have been waiting their turn, or or that do. P- people like Wan Mata. Wan Mata does a lot for the club. He he he's, he always speaks to the fans, etc. I know it's a sidetrack on United real quick, but that's what I mean. He people like that should be captain material, not someone that's only been in the setup for five minutes.
2: Well, do you remember remember when Beckham was captain for England and everyone was going, why is Beckham captain for England when he's not captain for Man United?" And you've got Steven Gerrard there, you've got John Terry there. All of these players that were captain for their clubs weren't being captain for their country. But because Beckham had been there for a while, he'd been there before you know Gerard and Terry had come in, and therefore he had then earned that he sort of paid his dues, hadn't he, for England. Yeah, exactly. And therefore exactly. it. He, yeah. he selected oh, oh, his it. England captain, wasn't it? This is exactly the same and situation. He start, this. And
0: he was going to start every England game as well. Exactly, yeah.
1: And he'd experience Beckham had experienced everything. But the time he but the time he was early early twenties had already had an effigy hung up from him during a World Cup. He he'd yeah. been through literally everything. And then, but, obviously, the Greece free kick dragged it back to being the from literally from people hanging him in the streets to him being everyone's favourite player. Yeah, but, but my,
2: I mean, my point is about that was though no one was questioning Steven Gerrard and John Terry's being bad captains, were they? But obviously, Connor Cody coming in, I mean, you can't really say that captain of Wolves. Okay, yep, okay, might be captain of Wolves. It's not the same level as being captain of Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United, whoever is it. So, mm-hmm. is he going to have that respect from the other players to begin with?
1: with um see do you know what I, I and i hate to i hate to be blaming the youth i mean us three aren't spring chickens anymore i mean all all of our I ages still I,
0: I, st- I, I still get id though yeah so but yes that's fine <laughs> listen I, listen
1: I when all I of our ID'd, ages
0: i, I got id the other week uh, i was literally went to go buy a lighter know like, when
1: all of, of our AD. ages start with a three, Gavin. We are, we are, we are old. But <laughs> I don't, don't, don't want to be, I don't want to be Boris with the lockdown and blame it on the youngsters. But you look at that squad, and when we say like uh, behavioural issues and attitude issues and culture issues, you look at that squad, and it's it's been it's very very noticeable in the last two or three months, obviously with lockdown and stuff. But you only have to look. You had you had. Um, Greenwood and Foden being very stupid, breaking lockdown. Not even just breaking lockdown is bad enough, but any any time you're away on international duty, if you sneak girls into the hotel, regardless regardless of whether there's a pandemic, you know you're doing wrong. You yes. have Carl Walker driving up and down the country during a pandemic, shagging prostitutes while he's misses his whatever like there's another thing then you've, you've got,
0: got kieran trippier getting involved in betting scandals
1: yeah trippier and betting scandals you've got um even the other week with even the other week after seeing what happened to foden and um greenwood you still got sancho abraham all turning and up having well. a party chill well, having yeah. a party whether people knew about it or not you still know what you're doing is wrong and I, Jack
2: Green, I was going to say, yeah, Jack Grealish is happy all of this is out because everyone's
1: forgotten about fire, Yeah, exactly. But Grealish rolling around in the streets doing doing balloons and stuff. Now, I hate to pin it on all the youngsters, but this is where we need that leadership group. And I think this is why it's been created to just drag all these players to one side and be like, lads, stop fucking around. You've been given the opportunity to play for your country this isn't you you're not in you're not in the under 18s anymore. You're not you're not going out on a Saturday night trying to shag birds at 18 telling them you're a professional footballer. This is the big time. You're playing for your country. Is though, one
0: of those players that are in this leadership group is getting involved in scraps in friggin' Mykonos.
1: Yeah, exactly. You no, know that, but that's so, what I mean.
0: So so then it's I understand where you're coming from, but then what is the point in this this leadership group if people that are in these play, like, areas of power aren't even able to but, stand up and be counted for properly.
1: Well, exactly. That goes back to the point a minute ago where Maguire, I don't think has any right to be in that group. Not mm. not just because of the Mykonos thing or whatever, but uh, it's honestly the attitude. And, and the problem is as well, it's, it's the English attitude towards it as well. Like obviously M- Maguire got banged up for having a fight in Greece, right? Whatever happened or, involving his sister or whether, whether they were trying to extort him, whatever the situation And I hate to bring this into it, but because he is a white English male, the press and all the England fans saw it as way, Maguire getting into scraps on holiday in Mykonos, don't we all? I bet he'd had a few. Now
0: Oh, could you imagine? If that was Raheem
1: Sterling Sterling out in Mykonos having a scrap, whether he was defending his sister, etc., whatever the same case with Maguire. Do we really think that would have been? Do we really think the answer would have been? So. go on getting stuck in. It'd be he's arrogant. He's out ar- he, Well, he shouldn't be so bloody flash. Him. He shouldn't go into nightclubs. Sh- he should be locked or, up.
2: He should yeah. be locked up. That's what it, it would definitely be. That wouldn't it? He should be locked so, yeah. up. He should so, be so it, the whole rule that- thrown at him. Should never play for England ever again. Mm. How dare he? You know how dare he flaunt all of this? Why is he getting into scraps? Should he? He's a role model. Should he not be? Should he not take or listen to? Consideration,
1: yeah, exactly. Is uh, yeah, it, it isn't. It isn't just the race thing. It's just the way that the England fans react to it. Like it, it is banner. Yeah. Like he's got in a fight in the pub. Where in reality, now now he's actually had a few bad games. Everyone's on his back again. Like oh well, it's clearly affected him. Like of course it's clearly affected him. He he, sh- he shouldn't he shouldn't be playing. It's especially these friendlies and Nations League. Then like he shouldn't be playing at the minute. There's no need for it. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, what what does Southgate have to do rather than asking the older players to put an arm around and say, come on guys, be sensible. What does Southgate need to do? Or what can he do to stop the youngsters acting out?
0: God, I think if well, we knew that, we'd all be in a different position uh, here. I, I think, I think, I think
2: he, I think he needs to, I think he needs to uh, be more, off, off, not authoritarian, but he needs to be more authoritative with his decision making. Because I don't know about you, Gareth Southgate. When you see him in interviews, when you see him on the sideline, he just looks like a very mild, kind of meek, kind of character. And it's not somebody who's going to animate strong leadership. When you saw Alex Ferguson on the touchlines and in interviews, for example, even for all his faults and recent hit uh, results and downhill, Jose Mourinho. When you see them, they see very strong, very resolute, very authoritative characters that players, they're either going to love playing for him, or they, if they're not going to love playing for him, they're, they're not going to play for them, and they're going to find themselves at a different club. Now, yeah, I don't I get that imagine. from Gareth
0: Southgate. I, I can't imagine Gareth Southgate going into that changing room after the Denmark game and giving any of those players a bollocking. No, no
2: exactly. he was like, You were unlucky I, 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 tonight, I, I, lads. I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, I it. Exactly
0: that. that. What, what does that What does that then do for me? Because I'm thinking, well, Gaffer don't care. So yeah. So, you know, I'm going back to Michelle tomorrow. So That's I don't exactly care. that. That's do you know exactly what I think? We,
1: what we suffer from as well is it's such a double-edged sword. Like, okay, so play it like Maguire having his scrapping Mykonos, right? We drop him. I mean, as much as everyone takes the piss out of Maguire and his form for United the last few months, before lockdown, he was incredible for us. But you drop Maguire, who really do you bring in? Look, look what happened, right? They punished Foden for his mistakes but they also punished the team without he, he was playing very good and the, the games even yesterday was screaming out for a player like Foden to mm. for some creativity okay, like Grealish. Grealish yeah I, yeah. I don't know the why they didn't bring,
0: Yeah, he doesn't fancy Grealish he Grealish was solely picked because of the pressure to stop him from stop him for playing for
1: Ireland it's to stop him playing for Ireland as well now he's, now he's got his competitive game for England under the belt that's it uh
0: did he... I can't remember if he came on against Belgium. He
1: didn't come on against he, Belgium, that, did he?
0: He's played
1: He's played yeah, a he competitive fixture for him. yeah. I, he did I think, did I think,
2: he come I on think, against think... Belgium? Yeah, he... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure Cause, he...
0: Because um, the, the Wales oh, game is a friendly, so he, he don't... yeah. It, so get away with that.
2: I was going to say, so just to confirm then, the Euro are being classified as competitive games. Yeah, yeah, they're competitive games. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's the whole point of it. And I do think it's quite embarrassing, but... Yeah, what, what you said about the, the difference between Maguire and the difference between if it was him and, and Sterling, that is a cultural thing right now. Mm. And it's it's embarrassing that we have to talk about this sort of thing. But I would, if, if we're going to be talking about players that are part of a form of leadership group, then it has to be Kane, Hendo and St- I would say Sterling. Sterling's one of the first names yeah. on the team sheet when fully fit. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, we might have to add him as well. But Pickford, we don't like Pickford. We don't and we don't understand the allure. Uh, apart from his distribution, you're a goalkeeper. That's not your first job. You know, so. But in terms of the Gareth Southgate setup, he is the first name. There's no one else that's going to go between the six in a competitive game other than Pickford. So what could these four lads, if we say that we go with Henderson, Kane, Sterling and Pickford, what can those four lads then do to the rest of the England squad to get more of a tune out of them from a leadership point of view?
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean personally... <laughs> it, sounds, it, sounds, it
0: sounds like a really difficult question, but I, I, it must it, be
2: something. Well obviously they're going to lead by example but to me I I this is where I become a bit more old fashioned I still believe that you should have strong leadership from your manager and you have a strong captain and then everyone can rally behind there when you've got four people no one really takes seems to take responsibility no one seems to take ownership and then I feel like this kind of thing can happen and that's just my personal view so if it was up to me I wouldn't have a leadership group I would have a strong manager in charge and a strong captain beneath him, and then everyone can rally behind that, but that's my that's my point of view I, I i feel like that would be a much better way to go
1: here's a question for you who i I've got my answer, and um i've obviously i've taken a piss a little bit uh about his leadership but for me that the the captain whether he's on the pitch or not in that England team's henderson right um mm-hmm. for me i don't know about you guys but that would be my captain. Who who would who Gav? Who would your captain be if he, if you could pick an England captain out of that
0: I, sport? I, I I don't like the idea of having a striker as a captain anyway. No, nope. I've I've never enjoyed that theory whatsoever. Unless um, that goes unless that it's goes, Cristiano Ronaldo. No, no, still don't want Ronaldo being my captain. I want him to be. I want him to focus on being the best player in the world. That's what I want him to do. I I, I remember it from refereeing and stuff as well. The best person to have, the best two people to have as captains are a midfielder or a defender. From a referee's point of view, it's so much easier to have that conversation with with someone. Um, From a playing point of view, they're the two places where you can dictate the game the most and see everything that's happening. You're going to be involved in stuff a lot. Um, Henderson is the only person that I can see being an actual captain. Let Kane carry on being best player that England have and focus on that. You are not a leader. You might be a silent leader. I mean, I watched a bit of all or nothing they call him a silent leader. He leads by example. Well, you can still lead by example on the pitch without having, mm-hmm. having the, the armband on. I mean, look how, look at the difference, whether you like Henderson or not as a player, hmm. look at what Henderson offers to Liverpool from a leadership point of view. And oh, when he's
2: not, when he's not playing, Liverpool look at sixes and sevens. Gav, I wish you had said that uh, point before. I don't think I've ever heard you say that before. What,
0: Hendo? (laughs) Yeah. I I love Hendo. I I (laughs) I really like him. I I, 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 I,
2: I really like him. I would tend to agree. I, I think Henderson is the best choice, the best shout for England captain. I mean, whether you can debate whether he's actually part of England's best team is another matter. You still need that, as I say, that strong leadership. And I feel like they would he would be something they would all rally behind, especially that they've done so at Liverpool as well. And mm. Liverpool are the best team in the country, regardless of what their last result would say. They are the best team in the country. So yeah. uh, that's where you start to then fall in line. I mean... What I want to throw back at you two guys, I mean, obviously we we all don't think that Southgate is the man here. Talking about strong leadership and management, where where do we go if we were to change manager right now? Where would we go? Where where I'm should so, we I go?
1: Want, I want pops. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because I'm currently just looking at my phone. I was just scrolling through Twitter and this popped up right now. And the these are the odds, current odds for the next England permanent manager. Now, current four to one favourite He's my boy? It's Sean Dice who I've been saying Dice for England, and getting laughed right at. I remember you said
0: that um, over my birthday weekend. It was one of the. One of I've the said it on shows. the show. It's I've the said season. it on the
1: show a few times as well. Yeah. You,
0: yeah, yeah. Right. You mentioned it, and it was funny because my internet dipped out. I was in that pub in Workshop, and my um, internet dipped out at the exact same time you said that, and I, I think you thought that I was mugging you off.
1: Yeah, like, right, no, I'm closing it down.
0: <laughs> I, so, I, I sort of was, but the more I think about it, the more I. I don't think it's a bad idea. (laughs) So here we go. So,
1: so dice is dice is uh, favorite at the minute. Four to one. Uh, Your next two picks, Gav, who you thought it would be uh, both on seven to one. That's Graham Potter and Eddie. Howe coming in, coming in fourth, 11 to one. I I don't know why we haven't thought about this. He might also, might also be out of a job come next season. Who knows? Chrissy Wilder at 11 to one. Wouldn't be too bad for England with the, with the style of football they play.
0: Mm, That's going to be a three at the back job, continued.
1: uh, Then the the next few I don't even want to talk about Frank Lampard at 12 to 1, Gerard at 12 to 1, (laughs) Phil Neville at 14 to 1. Oh, Oh, come on. Hold on. It it gets funnier. And then the last two, Wenger at 14 to 1. (laughs) And the last last but not least, Brendan Rodgers at 16. Brendan!
2: Well, <laughs> Brendan, right, I think we can rule that out. Brendan Rogers, a Northern Irish guy, will never take the England job. I don't, certainly don't think so. Probably would. But what what I will say, right, about the top four candidates there, at least Sean Dyche and Chrissy Wilder, right, I think they're both very strong leader, manager, managerial types. I think we can, I think the examples that they've done with their clubs over the last... What three, four years have shown that? So I would certainly put them two as better, one of the better candidates because I think that can you see them tolerating that kind of performance last night against Denmark? Can you see them uh, tolerating, in, in fact, even putting their team out that they did? I know they they're renowned for defensive so, uh, solidarity with their teams, but at least they still have a decent shape when they set up their teams don't they? they 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 don't completely ignore the the attacking aspects how how a team sets up how it's structural how they attack an opposition you know so i certainly think that chrissy wilder and and, and sean dyche especially with their records in the top league as well i think sean dyche shouldn't be
0: slept on anymore no and no, I, absolutely. I thank I, you I I, I I take my hat off and i apologize yeah. to you Stephen yeah. cotton
1: thank because, you because uh,
0: yeah look mate end of the day he goes out, he's old school man, he's 4-4-2. But I'll tell you what, if Burnley spent a little bit of cash, I would actually think that they'll be able to do a lot more. But, Defensively, but... they are so strong. And yeah. it's just the way that they 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 line up. The, the way they if they had a creative midfielder, actually, if they had a creative midfielder, they would be brilliant.
1: Do, do, you not, do you not think Eng- England and English football just, just suits four four two? And I know over the years, football's changed and developed and everyone's tried to go more European and continental. And without sounding like Mike Bassett, do we just need to go back to being simple 4-4-2? If you think of a team you could put together, right, in a 4-4-2 formation for England at the minute with players in form, you could have Kane and Calvert-Lewin up front, You're Rashford on one wing, you could have Sterling on another, you could have a the midfield too. I'd probably pff, depends. Hendo and Rice. Hendo and Rice, or Rice and maybe Rice and maybe Grealish, or Rice and Foden, maybe maybe a diamond dish. But then you just have a plain back four. no no mess, no fuss back four of say Trent, um, probably Cody and Maguire, and then Chillwell, oh, well. and then anyone steps. anyone but Jordan Pickford in goal. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and that that is so, that is a solid. And that is, you've got creativity, you've got pace it's got in balance, there. got balance, hasn't it? It's, it's got, got balance. We just, we just yeah. put you know out what? Four, you know four what two, most most importantly... Has, does it mean to work, and it's got but then you've got, you've got options to come off the bench because you've still got Sancho, you've still got, say, Royce or Grealish, you've still got Henderson, you've still got Mount, Madison, you've still do you know got... What, do you know what's um, more
1: important? You've go. got you've got two up top.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey. <laughs> plus, plus. Honestly, if you if you do have two up top with someone like Kane and like Calvert Lewin, then you do have not big man, little man, because Calvert Lewin's a big boy, but you've got you've got your your slow big target man, and then you've got someone that can run off him. Because again, let's not sleep on Kane's assist, man. He he is good, like bringing the ball down, he, playing it into be- people. He's the most
0: creative player that we've got. He scores the most goals. He uh, creates the most. It's annoying that it's the same person. It's, yeah, yes. it's 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 because he he comes for a deep line deep.
1: forward, is not he? Yeah. yeah, he comes deep to collect the ball, but then when he turns to play it onto it, anyone there's, there's no there. that's, that That's that's where even at the current situation, wingers should be cutting in behind for him. That we he's should t- have
2: people cutting inside. He's Teddy Sheringham, but with more goals. Yeah,
1: he's better, he's better than that. But yeah, I know what you mean. In terms of the same
2: mold, yeah. that's what I mean. In in yeah. terms of the, his, the way he plays, you, you could say he's almost like Dennis Burkamp, but again, with more goals. Dennis Dennis Bergkamp wasn't a prolific goal scorer, but he was very good at linking up your midfield to your attackers to your wide men. And when you watch Kane for Spurs, he does that on a regular basis. I mean, what was that game against uh, earlier this year where he got four assists for all, all yeah, of uh, uh, Son's yeah, all of Son's goal, all of Son's goals and he scored the other one. That's I mean, that's Harry Kane all over. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> what the other, the
0: other thing as well is if you were to play Kane in a, a bit of a more withdrawn role that 442 can then become a 4231 yeah or a 4411 know, or, or a 4411 or a 451 depending on where the ball is and and if yeah. you are playing that sort of diamond and you are playing Rice then Rice can come in and sit between the two center halves and then create a five at the back when you're defending and when you are going forwards he can you know him uh, he can then join the midfield and allow uh, well, not join the midfield. He can all sort of like sit on the halfway line, so to speak, and allow Chilwell and allow Trent to bomb down the wing. So that four, it might be a four-four-two on paper, but the actual uh, the actual gameplay when when you're in in possession or when you're out of possession, your formation will be able to change and will be suited to the players that are in the in the
2: starting lineup. I mean, we all know that when football games are played, they all don't stay in the exact perfect positions as they stay on the pitch. No. Uh, as they stay on the pitch, do they? So we know that teams build up and they push their fullbacks high. Their their wingers come in and become strikers, and their fullbacks are almost wingers. And you've got three in the midfield and two in defence, or some variation of that. And that's how it can play out. But usually, when a when a team sees their formation at the start, that's kind of how they defend without the ball, isn't it? That's kind of like yeah when The opposition have got the ball. This is how we're going to fall back into our shape. So, and I think 4 4 2 is a very solid defensive shape. You've got your two bank <laughs> classic, two banks of four. It's uh, it's hard to break through those kind of lines. And uh, yeah, I Leicester. think England, yeah, well, they won the Premier League like that. Atletico Madrid, they've they they've still got play to it. they still play 4 got 2. They've got to a couple of the Champions League finals playing like that. Uh, they've obviously. Very much upset the domination by Real Madrid and Barcelona in that league. It's mm. personally, I think it's a very alpha formation, as in a club's like right, we're playing four four two, we're gonna be like we don't care about how many players you've got in midfield. We're playing this formation, deal with it, sort of thing.
0: I know football. I know football has evolved since the late nineties and stuff, but Man United played four four two. You know they won the Champions League with it, and they were playing the, the, the teams that they were playing on the continent. They were beating. And those teams were playing three midfield and stuff like that. If you've got the right personnel, four four two is bang on the money. Yeah, absolute bang on the money. But I just, uh, I just well, can't see it happening.
1: No, but just a little quick, um, just to answer our question earlier. Uh, Jack Grealish came on as a substitute in the Denmark 0-0 draw in the Nations League um, uh, a few weeks yeah. ago. So, so, he, yeah, he, so he Grealish that's, is that's him now. Fully signed up to England. Fully right? English. Fully English. Well, so
2: yeah, so where 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 do we go from here, boys? Then that's that's the that's the question, isn't it? Pub, His contract's, <laughs> yeah. out, is, is contracts <laughs> out in the summer, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah, because it was supposed to be after the Euros, but obviously the Euros got pushed back, so they've pushed his contract back.
2: Well, do you do, right? Do you guys realistically see a new manager if England say get to the semi-finals, whatever? If we somehow get to the semi-finals of Euros, do we see we get into a, a new manager in charge, or do we just see Gareth right. Southgate continue? He, he'll stick he'll around stay. if, if he'll
1: they stay. do anything. If they do anything half decent, um, then he'll stay. I think all, he, the, a,
0: all he has to do, all he has to do, is win his last sixteen game. Yeah, win, the, yeah, win yeah, the last agree, sixteen yeah.
2: game, and he, and he keeps his job. So, so yeah. we're saying if he doesn't get that far, if he Bombs out either at the first knockout stage or bombs out of the groups, then we're going to get a new manager. Is that? what yes. I, th- yeah, I, I, well, I think, well, I think so. that should that, yeah. that should happen. That definitely should happen. But that's what it's going to have to take. Yeah.
0: This isn't this is this isn't me going out
2: being mm. Johnny Big
0: Bollocks. But we're England. We are England, right? Yes. We but... sh- we shouldn't we should not be going with the. Oh, you know, we might get to the we might get to the quarters that sort of stuff. Do you think that happens in Spain? Do you think that happens no, in France? But... Do you think that happens in Italy? Do you think that all the, all these powerhouses of international football they will not accept going out any sooner than the semi final? Germany, well,
1: uh, Germany do because they've kept Yakim love on. For yeah, like that, ages, that that man. that and one, that one I think
2: is the only I... anomaly.
1: Yeah, that wasn't
2: normally. But I also think that uh, him winning the
1: World Cup helped the fact that he... Oh, 100%. That's, that's why yeah. he he's still He's won the
0: World Cup. Yeah. England yeah. got to a semi-final. We got to a yeah. semi-final. And, and the thing about it, it's it's such... We, we spoke about it briefly uh, early on in the in the show anyway. But the fact that we got to semi-final, papers over cracks. Because we only scored two goals from open play. And one of them was a deflection. Every other goal that we scored came from a set piece, whether it be a cross, uh, a, a, a corner, a free kick or a penalty. Like, like the goals being headed in, obviously, yeah, a, yeah. a few headers. That came from corners and free kicks. And yeah, so that isn't good enough. The players that we've got, the, the, the amount of flair and, t- uh, and um, technical ability that we have, and we are struggling against Denmark, Iceland.
1: But this this is the problem, right? We're, we're struggling against Denmark and Iceland. What do you think happens when we come up against France or we come up against Spain? We're gonna get that. I'm telling you now, right? And this is this is just a, a, the the joke that is the French squad depth. France could put out their second eleven, and it would still blow us away.
2: Yeah, based yeah uh, based on what's been happening recently, hundred percent. Yeah.
1: I mean, like you look at people, look at the players that can't get in the French squad. It's an absolute travesty. But uh, uh, I can't believe, I can't believe it must only be because the finals at Wembley, but going into the Euros, we were favourites. How? On what planet? On what what, what planet?
0: I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, like, yeah, that's, I think the only reason why they've done that is because they'll say like right if England get through get past the quarterfinals, they the semi-finals and the finals are at Wembley. I think that's the only the only logic that they can have. Mental. Like I can't I can't I can't see I can't see um, how even even though I've just just I'm Well, we are England. We should be. No, like, in in terms of personnel we shouldn't be favourites at all. It has to be France. France have got five players in every single position. And they can all play. They can all play.
1: The the French centre-back situation at the minute is just absolutely disgrace, (laughs) mate. (laughs) I I, I feel sorry for
0: Deschamps. I feel sorry for Deschamps. He's He's got to only pick two or three of those
1: and you've got Umpay Meccano, you've got Varan you've got Lucas Hernandez you've got Laporte, you you literally you've got Kim Pembe like you could literally... can't
0: actually get into the french national side
1: you could literally start a starting 11 a at of world class french centre back
0: if not the best defender in the premier league and he can't get into the french national side
1: mm. it's
0: ridiculous we haven't got that wealth of talent but we're, we're, defensively is oh. the only issue I, I have with England right now if I'm honest but defensively you, I mean, is the only issue
2: I mean I, I, we don't in have the of wealth personnel. of talent like in, in terms of personalities you say like France have got but when you still look at our attacking talent for England there is a lot there you think about it strikers you've got Harry Kane you've got Dominic Calvert-Lewin then you've got players like Tammy Abraham Danny Ings who are still they still score goals regardless of what you might think of them then you've got Marcus Rashford, Raheem Sterling, uh, Hudson-Odoi. You've got Foden, Greenwood, Grealish, Royce, Mason Mount, James Madison, Jordan Henderson. You've got all of these players uh, that have done things for uh, their clubs. They are playing very well week in, week out. They're young. Then you've got some of the younger players like Bukayo Saka, Maitland-Niles, uh, then you've got Trent Alexander Arnold. England have got a real de- de- depth of talent there, so let's not say that they're completely out of the realms for being favourites. But yeah, uh, France are a different animal altogether. I think that that, that they've been producing players. At, what's it? Is Claire Fontaine, isn't it? That's that that's their famous youth producing academy, isn't it? That's pretty much where they all come from.
1: Yeah.
0: That's uh, that's my moan about England. Anyway, is that, are, you, are you had enough?
1: Yeah, we're done. do yeah, done, done moan about England. Yeah. We've put the world to rights. Um, yeah, that's as far as we'll get, I suppose.
0: Yeah. So Southgate out, and I, I, I weren't really happy with the Belgium game either. We won the game, but I don't, I don't really feel inspired by it either. So it's nothing to do with the Denmark defeat. It's something that I've been saying since probably before. Well, we didn't want him there anyway don't want him anyway. He's probably a lovely guy as well, but you know, is what it is. But um that's it. That's it from us. um You can subscribe to the YouTube channel www.youtube.com/slash to up top football. You can follow us on all social media at up top football. And uh, did you know, if you put up top into Google, our name comes up first. Oh, imagine that. Thanks everybody. From myself, I'm Gav Mac. That's Stephen Cotton. Correct. And that's Alex Osborne. Cheerio. Juicy, everybody.